I want to pick up a conversation that we started with Doug Fletcher, my partner in crime and co-author of a book about the art of selling expert services due out by Wiley in 2018, and also uh, a board member of a consulting firm, uh, a fellow who started his uh, career at A.T. Kearney. So, Doug, you and I have talked about the seven elements of a buyer's decision-making process, the, 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 the thoughts and the steps that they need to go through before they engage with an expert service provider. What are those seven elements? So the seven elements um, are, are stages or milestones or conditions We've we've you know, we've labeled them elements, but they're really preconditions for um, for a customer choosing you as a service provider. So if you kind of flip the the sales or business development process around, kind of reverse engineer it, it's the it's the steps that a prospective client would have to go through in choosing to do business with you. And um, while a subtle difference, I think it's an important distinction. Um, and um, so the seven elements are um, element number one, building awareness um, with the obvious uh, point that someone can't hire you or choose to do business with you if they're not aware of you. So as a business development task or challenge that you might have. The first one would be um, making your prospective customer aware of you. And that leads to element number two, developing understanding. And this means to, it's not enough to be aware of, of, of a company or a brand, like let's say, you know, I'm aware of, of Pi, but it's, but it's also important to understand what that firm does. And, um, and, and kind of the, the, the analogy I'll make is, um, uh, you know, let's suppose we heard of, uh, of a law firm, right? Um, we were aware of their name, their brand, where they were located and so forth. Um, but we didn't understand what they did, what type of law they specialized in. That would be an important condition to meet as, uh, as a, as a, for you as a business development task because um, a law firm could specialize in intellectual property rights. They could specialize in estate planning. They could specialize in class action lawsuits or divorces or real estate law or, you know, uh, dozens of other um, types of law. And so you wouldn't want to hire a real estate attorney for a divorce settlement or uh, an intellectual property attorney for um, for you know estate planning or something to that effect. So the second task is really communicating um, what you do, um, who you serve, and and how you're unique. So that's that's element number two. Um, element number three is where things start to get a little more interesting. Um, it uh, element number three is creating interest. And so you've, you've met the conditions of awareness. They're aware that you exist, and you've done a great job of communicating um, uh, the type of work you do and how you're unique and who you serve. Um, now, the next milestone is, is the person interested in what you do? And that really comes down to uh, a few factors, but one important one is, is what you do relative, uh, rele relevant to them, excuse me, um, um, at this point in time. 
And um, so, um, you know, is, is your service within their scope of responsibilities? And, um, and do they perceive that you have the ability to move the needle in some meaningful way um, within their scope of responsibility? So, um, you know, so interest really comes down to um, do you do something that the other person perceives as potentially being valuable to them? And if not, then it may be today or maybe never, you might not be um, a good fit for them because for various reasons you may not um, be relevant to them. Um, the fourth element um, increasingly becomes more challenging. Um, and the fourth element, element is inspiring belief. And, um, and I'll just go ahead and mention element five now, which is earning trust. Um, four and five are, the, the way we like to think about it is it has to do with the head and the heart. So um, belief being um, more of a, of a cognitive uh, process by which um, someone's analyzing, um, uh, do they believe that you can uh, help them and the, the uh, benefits outweigh the cost? And do they believe that you are the best service provider or best person to help them with their problem? And so it's, it's kind of an analytical process about, you know, thinking through, is this person or firm the best fit for, you know, for me or my firm, which ties into trust, which has more to do with, you know, kind of a gut level feeling of, um, do, do I trust these people? And trust can be a number of things. Do I trust that they can, they will actually follow through and deliver on their promises of, of doing the work? It can also mean um, trust in the context of, uh, do I believe that this person has my interest? interest at heart. And, um, and, um, and, and the, the person will be honest and, and so forth. So, um, so that's elements four and five, belief and trust. And um, that brings us to our last two, which uh, element six is determining ability and element seven is gauging readiness. And these really have to do with is the person that I'm speaking to, uh, the prospective customer, um, do they have the ability to engage us? And by engage us, um, that may be such things as can the person write a check? Um, is the person a decision maker? Um, does the person have buy-in from the other key stakeholders um, within his or her firm? And so it really comes down to, does the person that you are working with, did they have the ability to, to engage with you, um, to sign a contract, to write you guys a check? Um, which is somewhat tactical, but also very important. And, um, and that brings us to the last element, which is readiness, gauging readiness. And it has to do with um, if you've met all of the other preconditions or elements, is the timing right for them to hire you to help them solve their problems? 
and readiness <clears throat> can um, is is largely out of your control because there may be other pressing matters at you know at the time that um, you know maybe there's another priority that's more important than this project or um, you know maybe there's budgetary constraints maybe you're at the end of a fiscal cycle and you're going to have to wait for another quarter or you know a, a, uh, you know variety of other reasons but it really comes down to is the timing right now for them to engage in you so. Um, so in reviewing, we've got uh, element one, awareness, element two, understanding, element three, interest, element four, belief, element five, trust, element six, ability, and last but not least, readiness. Does that answer your question? Yeah, that's super. So I'm, I'm curious, is this, a, is this sequential? Does a, does a person walk through these, a buyer walk through these one after the other? You know that's a that's a that's a good question. Um, you know when when I think of this, I think that there are certainly scenarios where the 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 client, if you if you look at these seven elements as a customer decision journey, I think you could imagine scenarios where the client um, uh, sequentially went through these these steps or elements in in this order, you know, in the order that you know we've discussed them, but I don't necessarily think it's it's um, it's necessary for them to go through them in this order. And um, and let me give you an example. Um, uh, you know, let's just take for example um, interest. Um, number three, um, maybe you have built awareness. Maybe they understand, you know, the prospective client understands exactly what you do. Maybe you've spent enough time with them that they believe in you and trusting you. But maybe they're really not interested right now because the work that you do is not relevant to them at this particular time. Um, so I think that um, I, I don't, you know, maybe interest, you know, falls you know, as the, uh, the, you know, the, the fifth element, you know, in this perspective customer journey. So, um, I think that, um, I think that, I think that they don't necessarily have to go in this order. You know, if you trust could be number three in the sense that maybe you have built a relationship with, with someone, a professional colleague and the person really knows at heart that you're, you're, a good person and you have their best interest at heart and they believe you're, you know, you're a, um, a true professional, but maybe believing that you're the best service provider for them comes later. So um, to answer your question, I don't think that they necessarily have to go in this order, um, but I think it's certainly possible that they, they may go in this order. So I, I want to try and uh, understand the relationship between tactics that people that sell services use and these, these seven elements. So for example, um, if I was invited to speak before a conference, uh, what, what, which of these seven elements does that effort support or does it support more than one? Yeah. So, um, in its nature, this, this, you know, this framework, these seven elements is, is strategic. You know, it's not tactical. Um, you know, in in the whole discussion we've you know we've had for the last ten minutes or so, we really haven't talked about any um, you know sales or marketing tactics. We haven't talked about you know uh, writing white papers or speaking at conferences or doing podcasts or um, writing books or you know or a number of other you know things, so social media, etc. Um, so. Um, 
you know, you bring up the idea about speaking. So let's say you're at a conference and you've been asked to speak on a specific topic. I think that a number of these elements could be, um, or these these conditions could be met um, if if the person did a, a really nice job in their um, in their speaking engagement. For example, there's a really good chance that a number of people in the audience maybe had never heard of you or your firm, right? So um, so you're speaking, and you know, all of a sudden the you know people in the audience, presumably some of them may be uh, prospective customers, have become aware of you. They've become aware of your firm. And so, um, so you know, that's, that's one element. But maybe if you did an effective job of giving a little bit of the backstory of your firm and what you guys do and, and the nature of your work and who you do work for and so forth, and, you know, you've met element number two, understanding. But Maybe through the course of your um, talk, you have presented yourself as a credible resource on on this topic, and so maybe you've also, um, you know, touched on elements of of you know, um, like element number four, for example, belief. So, um, so I think that tactics um, can and do uh, um, help with a number of elements or can help with a number of elements. And I think that this, um, I think that the seven elements in some way blends the lines or the distinctions between sales and marketing in the sense that if you look at this as a customer journey, there's a number of sales tactics and or marketing tactics that you could use to help someone through their customer journey and um, and the tactics in some cases may be sales tactics in other cases they may be marketing tactics and is it, so is it your view that these are all necessary that that uh, if you saw a customer go through five of the seven that wouldn't be sufficient enough for them to make a decision to engage with you? You know, it brings up, you know, you, you bring up a good question. Um, is trust necessary to, you know, hire the very best, uh, you know, brain surgeon? Um, you know, um, is, is belief enough? You know, like I believe this, you know, brain surgeon is the, you know, the very best brain surgeon, um, available. Um, you know, I believe that in most cases, if someone takes their time and diligently thinks through, um, through a, uh, a, decision, a, you know, customer decision, I think they will go through the seven steps. But that's not to say that some people make decisions much more um, from a gut or spontaneous standpoint than others. And maybe, um, and maybe you know, they shortcut some, some of the seven elements. But I think from a looking at it from our perspective, if our job is business development for our professional services firm, I think that thinking through the seven elements and assuming that every customer is going to have to go through these seven preconditions, I think is, is a good place to start. 